Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey everybody, what is going on? It is Tuesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling today, man? What a wild last four days. Yeah. Uh, what a it's wild crazy. time. It's been very crazy. Um. Yeah, I'm all right though. I'm doing all right. I feel like I was like eating my mic though just before you turned it on. I'm like, why is this thing like in my face, like in my mouth? We've only been doing this for like seven years. I, I know, and I was like, can I adjust it? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Other than that, though, I'm good. <laughs> I like how you like kind of stepped up to the tension and then backed away and then like. We're still us. Like, there's only so much that we can adjust for inflation. So, yeah, listen, this show, I, I will tell you right off the bat, is not going to be the normal craft root sports to start with. As we talk about that DeMar Hamlin thing, that was uh, unbelievable to see. It was horrible to watch. Uh, we will get past it, uh, give the updates. Uh, we, there's a few things I want to talk about with that. And then we will go back to the normal show hijinks that uh, you, you've you come to know and love. Uh, speaking of the show hijinks, Mookie, how you feeling, man? Uh. Good news is Christian Erickson is back playing in the EPL two years removed from a similar but different situation. So, again, fingers crossed, you know, hoping for the best. There, There is still potentially a, a positive to come out of this, but uh, hard to find the words otherwise. Yeah, uh, it, this is this might be the shortest intros we've ever done. Uh, Caesar, how you feeling, man? Um, <laughs> he's trying not to say something. Hold about it together, <laughs> dude. Come on. <laughs> he's trying to hold back from saying something about Tulane after everybody else has addressed the Hamlet. No, thing. no, 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 no. Um, I was I was at work. Um, 
my friends were like blowing on my phone and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't, I don't need to hear about any of this right now. I'm at fucking work. Like, leave me the fuck alone. So then I go to lunch. Well, I, Cap, I don't even go to lunch. I fucking leave. I go eat with my friends. I eat with one of my friends because she's in from Austin. And we're eating. I'm like, why the fuck is this game not gone on yet? Like, why are we still paused? And then I find out why we were paused and I had no words. It was crazy. Just like Amuki said, it reminded me of Christian Erickson. Um, it just reminded me how fragile life can be when even you're just trying to have fun with your friends or just play a kid's game. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Absolutely crazy. We will uh, we'll talk uh, Demar Hamlin and, and that situation. And more so, uh, I, I don't – I mean, look, there's only so much that can be said. Like, clearly, this dude's fighting for his life, and uh, we hope that he pulls through. Uh, not just – it's, you know, it's bigger than football. It's rather – you know, we, we'd love to see him back on the field, but more than that, you just want to see this guy make it. Um, but I, I think there's some things that we can discuss around the situation, uh, particularly how it was handled by the NFL and ESPN. I think that's the topic we should probably get into. Uh, and then we'll start getting into the goofy stuff. Like, listen, fuck the Maryland coach. That bitch ass with this big old hat for the Duke's Mayo bath, you're a bitch. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Caesars Tulane Green Wave. And <laughs> We'll talk about uh, all kinds of uh, baseball news. Scott uh, is amazed that the Carlos Correa thing is still going on. Uh, I am amazed that an MLB Hall of Fame voter submitted the, perhaps the worst ballot I've ever seen. We will get to all of that uh, before we do, though, as is customary in this show. And it feels weird fucking doing it, but that's how we do it. Uh, let's talk about these beers that we're drinking. Uh, and we're going to rate it on the scale of whether or not we would bang the beer. Got it. So it's, it's so awkward. Uh, we continue our Mountain Dew month here. Uh, this time we go with the watermelon flavor, the Mountain Dew hard seltzer watermelon. Scott, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Even with the sensitive track, um, I would not lay with this one. I, I, I would not lay with this one. <laughs> this watermelon oh, is fuck. not... Thank you, Caesar. <sighs> Uh, this watermelon is not great. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, uh, Mookie, how you feeling about this watermelon Mountain Dew? Uh, I mean, kind of how I'm like feeling about life right now. Like it's here, so why not? You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh my God, <laughs> somebody, somebody, please chime in and cheer Mookie up in the comments because this dude is like shattered. Bro. Bro, we talked about it. I'm holding it together for the safety of not getting canceled, but you know the spot I'm in right now. Caesar, what are you drinking? Uh, oh, so as Mr. South Texas, well, I didn't even take a sip of the beer yet. Hold up. That's <laughs> oh, not bad. Okay, yeah, as Mr. South Texas, I'm drinking Kashiris. I don't know, it's some Greek ass word. Can you pronounce that? <laughs> Love those Greek ass words. That's word. Kashiris, blonde ale, 5.2 alcohol at 12 fluid ounces. It is from Corpus Christi, Texas, South Texas, with a disposition as lovely as the sunset that shines upon her. The nymph, known as Kashiris, graced the springs of gold-producing mountains in Greek mythology. Our easy-drinking blonde sparkles with light, biscuity malt flavor. The scented with seductive citrus flavor resulting in a perfect beer to gild any occasion. I got it because it was blue, and I got this shot because it was green. I wonder why. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. 
he reads a 15 second description he's like i like it because it's blue <laughs> i'm just gonna say that was an interesting way to that say yeah, uh, so mike, mike before your turn i think you uh you earned this one as biscuit said in the comments went to the black man for the watermelon first uh and there it is race card <laughs> uh, you've taken your medicine sir what uh what are you thinking it's so terrible it's, uh, it's not good really here. here's the problem this is the first one that's not like an actual Mountain Dew flavor, right? Yeah. Like, there's not a watermelon Mountain Dew that I They went off script. So when you veer off of what works, like, I feel like the twin pack should have been uh, flavors we know. Four, four types of, or, uh, four count of three flavors, not three count of four they, flavors. You know what they should have done? They should have gone, uh, what's the orange one? Uh, the, the, the orange one that they had. Oh, the, the gamer one? The, no, the, was it a gamer? But when it first came, Came out before they tagged it as like gamer fuel like because there was code red and then the orange one came oh out yeah it was live live wire live wire yes yeah, yes yeah, that a website or or Scott, totally. the other one I was gonna say is, didn't they have a dark purple? Is almost a black, like black cherry one. Yeah, I never had that one. I know which one you're talking about, but I never had it. Yeah. Well, they can't go black cherry because that was last week's flavor, even though it was it tasted like yeah, it was cold. Oh cherry. look, my wife's yeah. chiming in. <laughs> uh, leave it, leave it to the watermelon Mountain Dew flavor after <laughs> the holiday break. Not. She said they should not have done it. Uh, in the comments, we do have uh, some folks drinking in the comments. Gabe is drinking a triple dry hopped Azure I I IPA, triple IPA, 9.8% ABV, untitled. I was going to go with IPA. IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's got a green city by other half brewing to celebrate my fantasy oh, championship. <laughs> Double dry hopped seven oh. 7%. Absolutely phenomenal. Wood bang. Mary, grow old with this beer. And Robert Taylor, of course, with his normal deliciousness from Untitled Art. 8% ABV chocolate, uh, cinnamon, churro, pastry, stout, lots of flavor. Jared is correct on that one. It just sounds illegal. Uh, that beer that <laughs> Rob is drinking. Um, oh, there you go, Matt Barr. Just water tonight. Dry January started. You know what, though? You know what, Matt? I'm sorry, but that just sounds like you're a quitter. By the way, uh, Mookie, Jared, and Robert have your back in the comments. Pitch black. I saw that. Yeah. Grape. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know what flavor one. I never had it though, so I didn't. I didn't have anything to go off of. I just remember seeing the can. The cans always looked like it was some Halloween type. Yeah. Shit. It did not stick around long, and, and for probably good reason. But it probably would have stuck around longer than this watermelon. So they should have brought back Livewire. Oh my God! Uh, yeah. Totally agree. Biscuit said, did someone in the group post Diego alcoholic drink or did I see that elsewhere? That was in the group. So yeah, that, and I, I could not find it. Oh, I really? Looked. I looked isn't multiple places. Like, isn't it called like Lego or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I told Robert because we're the eggnog lovers on, in, one the, in the group. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it. I saw it a week before he posted it. And I, but I was passing some, like a end cap at the grocery store and I was like, Look at this Lego or Ego bullshit that they're they're trying to sell, like just some liqueur. I didn't realize it was eggnog. I thought it was just oh, some no. random ego. And so I just kept it moving, didn't look into it. He posts that and I'm like, oh shit, I saw that at Kroger. I'm gonna get some. Never saw it again. <laughs> Never saw it again. Cheryl's calling you out. She's like, you did not see it. He saw syrup. <laughs> oh, 
She also, if it makes you feel better, Scott, she burned the shit out of Matt Bar Tuesday in dry January. We don't need to know about your second. (laughs) 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 Can we get the red bear one? Be happy. Look at that. Look at that smile from Mookie. Can we get the red bear one for my wife? I feel like she earned a rap air horn for burning Matt. She does earn a rap air horn for that one. I got you. All right, uh, we transition from rap air horn to uh, more serious topics here. So for those of you that uh, did not see or have been living under a rock, last night during the Bengals-Bills game, safety DeMar Hamlin uh, went down, suffered cardiac arrest. Uh, He was revived on the field. They got his heart beating again, took him to UC Medical. He's in critical condition. Uh, An absolutely awful story. It was a hit that just was normal. Like, it didn't even seem out of the ordinary. And then you see this young, healthy dude stand up and just fall down and then everybody around him in absolute shock and horror as uh, everything went on on the field. Uh, really hard to watch, Scott. It was one of those moments that, like, listen, when when Tua's injury happened, I was like, what am I doing watching football? And then when that happened, I'm like, I, 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 uh, 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 I don't know. I don't like I, it's getting harder and harder to justify watching football. And the crazy thing was that wasn't even like football. Like that wasn't like a big hit or something that yeah. – like, oh, this is just too violent of a game. It was just a freak thing that happened, uh, and everybody is sitting there, a stunned, silent stadium, and everybody just can't figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, I'd gone to bed, so I didn't see it until I got to work, and Cheryl actually came in and woke me up and said, you know, explain what had happened. But in my haze of being half-sleep, my first thought was, and I know we're going to get to this, but it's like, holy crap, Tua, Shazier, and now this guy here. But I also didn't understand how like serious it was because when she, she says, well, he got hurt and they brought an ambulance out. And I'm like, OK, well, they brought an ambulance out. It's probably something like Shazier. Like, hey, you know, he got off the field. They'll play the game. I wake up and I look and I'm like, why isn't there a final score? Oh, God, like they completely stopped playing the game and then that's when i looked to see what happened and yeah it was the most unassuming serious injury i think i've ever seen but I, i've been saying this for probably seven or eight years now man my football interest is declining like slowly but stuff like this it kills it man i had just well, had the conversation with somebody about how my kids are not playing football and, and here's another reason. And I know it's a freak thing and people are going to, but it's just this type of stuff, man, it happens in football way too often. Well, that's the thing. So you, you mentioned that, but like Drew pointed out at the beginning of the show, this happened to a soccer player, like a very similar incident where he went into cardiac arrest and was revived on the field. Uh, so it, it, I don't know if you could just say, you know, this, if it was like, no, I, you heard me, I said, it's football. Like, it's a I, football yeah. problem. Football. Okay. Oh, oh, so now it's football. football. Now it's all encompassing. Ah, I see how it is. Moving goalposts on this it. is a football problem. Here's the thing, though, and this is this is where again. Now, I, I promise I wasn't going to get us canceled before the show, and I'm gonna stick to that. But here's where I have a problem with the narrative. Every time something like this comes up, it it gets very isolated on one specific incident, as opposed to looking at athletics and life as a whole there is a lot of shit that we as humans do that is inherently highly risky and dangerous and like i think what we have to be aware of is whether it's football or hockey or basketball wrestling like sometimes you may see some shit happen because humans are pushing their bodies to the extreme in the name of competition 
Now, I'm not trying to dismiss what happened, but it's like you have to you have to realize that that's something that occurs. The thing that I go back to was a Kevin Ware for Louisville who busted his yeah. leg freaking open on the court. Like to me, that's the same level of trauma. It's it just but it's also shit just happens. Now, this one at Mike, you said it was just a nothing play, except that it was contact at the right time at the right moment to literally just stop dude's heart. And like that could happen in basketball. I could see that happening in hockey. It's happened in hockey and baseball with people getting either hit with a pitch or hit with a slap shot. So again, I just think again, we get too we get too protected or comfortable with sports. And when injuries happen, we just like try to dismiss them instead of taking them for what they are and how serious they are. Like this, this is people doing stuff all the way to the extreme. Like shit happens. And we have to be able to talk about it intelligently instead of uh, fetishizing it like ESPN has done. Oh, you okay? So you're going right into that. I I did have some issues with the coverage last night. Uh, Not so much ESPN. uh, Like I I think my issue with the coverage and everybody was saying, like, what is what are they doing? Just cut away. Go to you have hours and hours of programming. Why are you still doing this? And I it felt like ESPN had no idea what to do in the situation because they would throw it back to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and Joe Buck would just be like, uh, they're, they're administering CPR. Uh, there's nothing else to say. We're going to go to commercial. And they kept doing that throughout the entire time that he's down on the field instead of just going to something else like alternate program, whatever the case. And then they finally make the decision. Let's go back to the studio. Oh my God. uh, Booger and Adam Schefter and get their thoughts, which Again, at least they weren't going back to the stadium and like trying to to force the the play by play guys to to keep going and, and keep coming up with stuff. Like they had time to get into a studio and get something going. But what a shitty position to put your talent in! Of like, listen, we all just experienced something that none of us have ever experienced watching football before. Nobody has ever seen something like that happen watching football, and now you guys need to go fill the time. Like if I was Adam Schefter, I'd be like, fuck you, man. This is, this is really brutal. Put on something else. Go to, go to the world darts championship or something. Why are Dude, we, it, going, why are we doing this? It's such bullshit too, because they were talking about it just, just now before he came on the show, I was watching some of the coverage and actually with some decent information yet at the same time, it was unnecessary. The like intimate details are talking about the medical plans for these players and stuff. But like, they rehearse these scenarios every year at every stadium with every staff and every game, everyone gets together and says, okay, if shit happens, you're in charge of this, you're in charge of this, but you make all the call. Like they're, they're clear that way. Why the fuck aren't ESPN and Fox? Why do they not have those kinds of contingency plans? Like yours are probably a lot easier. You just flip the switch to panic mode. Like, no, no, I work in TV, man. I can tell you like it probably, I bet you Schefter and those guys back in studio. Cause again, heard about this, didn't see it, but when the way it was explained to me and how they fumbled around and everything, I guarantee you ESPN was like freaking out and the talent probably wasn't ready. Like they're probably chilling, watching the game. Like you're not like, ready to go on air even if it wasn't to talk about something like that like imagine if the 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 thing just cut out like they have to call people back to the set and everything like that 
is a crappy situation. Well, but but even that, Scott, like, like that. why don't you well, have a pre-roll or why don't you have some kind of package ready to say in this kind of situation, if shit happens, we'll just replay the thing we put in between the 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. games or whatever. You know what I mean? Just rear fucking start, kickoff like, from that you morning. You can't, like, on live broadcast like that, you can't necessarily just dump out of it. Like, what if all of a sudden he gets back up or what? Like, whatever happens. Like, they had to, like, kind of toe the line, but they also had to, like, scramble. Like, it, like I'm not defending. But, but they should have a better plan than that they should have a better plan than that there is no plan that's bullshit exactly that's fucking bullshit because then Schefter's sitting there like reading off a teleprompter sounding like he's the voiceover guy from nfl films and boogers just sit there having a meltdown i thought dude was about to cry on set and what's her name in the middle diana racine or uh, Susie colbert sitting there like i'm i don't know i've had multiple children and i don't know how to keep all of this together i can raise a family and be a famous yeah. professional and i can't keep this together it was like, it was so it was so difficult dude. to watch from like the talent perspective like i felt awful for Schefter and booger as they're trying to like booger was deeply affected by it like Schefter, you could tell he was affected but booger was like really shook Keep up that man off camera right that's what i'm saying espn put him in such a terrible spot to go in and just fill the time it was rough man uh but matt pointing out in the comments matt bar goodell wanted to play the game he wouldn't let espn leave the game and there's some truth to that so that brings us to the other part that i wanted to tackle with this uh this whole situation is the word came out joe buck says during the broadcast at least four times uh, after Hamlin was put in the ambulance and was taken off the field. He said, words come down that the players now have five minutes to warm up uh, and then we'll resume the game. And that's when social media went fucking crazy. Like, seriously, they're still going to play this game. How is this game? Not just canceled. Just call it a tie. Just do something like cancel this game. There's no reason these guys should be playing. And the NFL later came out uh, and said, no, that never had. We never said five minutes, despite the fact that as soon as Joe Buck said that on the broadcast, it cuts to Joe Burrow and Joe Burrow is throwing a pass on the sidelines, like yeah. clearly loosening up. And it wasn't until Zach Taylor went over to McDermott. You see them get together. Then the players leave the field and go to the locker room. Then there's some discussions inside the locker room. Taylor goes back over to the Buffalo locker room, talks to McDermott again. Word comes out then that the game is postponed uh, indefinitely and, and maybe make it made up at some point in time. It is clear as day that the NFL wanted this game to continue. They wanted them to, okay, we'll give you some time, take as much time as you need, but you're playing this fucking game because it's got playoff implication. It's got fantasy football implication. It's got betting implication. It's got sponsorship implication. You were playing this game, and thank God that Zach Taylor and McDermott were the adults in the room to say, fuck you, we're not going out on that field again. Like that, that to me, I was, listen, I've given Zach Taylor a lot of shit uh, for some poor decision-making that he's done. That's the best thing Zach Taylor has ever done as the coach of Cincinnati Bengals was to hopefully get with McDermott and say, look, we're not, play if you don't want to play, we're fine with that. We're let's suspend this game. Is that uh, Scott, is that NFL motherfucker of the year worthy at this point? Like it's definitely uh, leading the, the clubhouse leader in 2023. I mean, I guess like, but this is par for the course for the NFL, right? Like, I mean, they, they, they've buried That's their exactly head in the right. stand. They've covered yeah. up CTE like this. There was no shocker, but I will say uh, in the NFL's defense <laughs> in, in those to be moments, fair. Well, in those moments and after the game's canceled, you're sitting there like, I was like, man, the worst job in the world. Not not Goodell, because Goodell's making the call and he didn't give a shit, whatever. But like the PR person. It's like, cause as you mentioned, 
there's playoff implications. This was the primetime game. This was the only thing going on. There's all these people. There's people in the stadium. There's fantasy. There's gambling. Like, I was like, wow, what a time for Ohio to open up gambling. And they were pumping the shit out of this game as far as get your gamble on. And it's like, oh, what do we do? Like, there's so many layers to all this shit that I'm like, I wouldn't want to have to make that call. Like there, there's too much involved. I know that the, the easy call is the, the human call is to just cancel the game, not worry about all that. Other, but there's so many levels of things that go on with this whole production. Like, man, somebody, I, you know, it, it's, it sucks to say, but I'm like somebody at the NFL was probably sitting around thinking, Jesus, wish this would have happened and on a one o'clock game and, and, and you know, some Week other, three. you know, some of, yeah, some other non-important time. Like it was the, I can't think of a worse possible time for it to yeah, happen. Cause, like, it, cause if it's this NFL coming week, games could get canceled because they may not have any implications, yes. but like that's where to, to, to me, I'm just, again, in these scenarios, when this stuff happens, the outrage and shock, when we don't see the human element come out at first, like that's not ever going to be the reaction. Scott was laying it out with, with the layers, but really what it is is it's inertia. You've got this massive operation that has all these implications, all these economic ties, all of this shit. The inertia is always going to keep that thing moving forward until there is a very strong, acute force to stop it. And you're right. Thankfully, Zach Taylor and, and McDermott were those people in that situation. But, like, again... Dude, and we are all numbers in this big old game, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the, the, the humanity in a lot of these things, especially athletics, it's not there. And I don't know why we continually can kid ourselves about it. Like, our, our players have better uniforms and medical care on the sidelines, but there's still an aspect of, like, the gladiators in the Coliseum. Maybe sure. hyperbole, but let's be real. Uh, it's, it's true. It's absolutely true. Like, you're you're talking about, like, two 300 400 pound men just fucking taking each other's heads off and we go crazy for it and then something like this happens and well, you're right well, i, I well, don't or not even that though not even that simone biles simone biles in in the olympics the the twisting and flipping routines the stuff that she does and that those gymnasts do is so extreme as well it's the same thing like they are putting their lives at the same kind of risk it's just it's not as recognizable but again, I think that's where we kid ourselves sometimes to say, like, it's not that bad. When you watch a football game, yeah, you're like, some shit's probably going to go down. But, like, you can see the same kind of catastrophic injury when humans push their bodies to these limits. So, sorry, I just had, like, again, it's not just when big dudes crash into each other. It's when humans push themselves to the extremes, no, I, which is I awesome to watch. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but, like, football is such a violent sport, like, at its nature. It's, it's sure, made yeah. to be violent. Yeah. And they can Let's do whatever they want. They can do, right. They could do whatever they want to, like, well, we're here for player safety, and we're going to do this. And we're going to, and at the end of the day, like, no, the, the point of the, it's dudes crashing into murder each other. somebody else on the other side <laughs> yeah. and and score more points. Caesar, I wanted you bring uh, I wanted to bring you into this because uh, I don't know, like you are much younger than I am, and and now that I'm a dad, I don't know if that's why it's affecting me as much. But like from your perspective, and I know you didn't see it live, but once you saw the video, like did you have any feelings of like? God damn, why do I watch football? <laughs> or is that just me being an old man now that's like, well, I got kids and this is this is hard to watch. What if that was my son? Like that, I don't know if that's where I'm coming from now or if I'm still kind of safe. Um <clears throat> just for the sake of it, I'm being quiet because y'all are putting y'all are wiser than me in terms of how much life y'all have seen. 
So I don't want to interrupt. This motherfucker with his call. No, 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 my mind immediately goes to my little brother and when so what my parents have well, my grandparents my parents have told me they would risk their lives to protect like my brother and i and like the grandchildren in general and i share that sentiment in terms of my grandparents so my first immediate thought when i saw that i thought of his mom i couldn't i couldn't fathom what she was going through she was at the game it was just it, I, again, I was eating with one of my best friends, so I'm eating my fucking food and like my lip, my taco. Fuck, like I dropped my taco. I, I couldn't believe what the fuck I was watching. I'm being serious. I, I had it like in my mouth and it just fell to the fucking plate. Dropped his <laughs> so, taco. That's so intense. I'm there looking at the screen and again, I didn't see it live. So I, I was. It was until that like I saw the fucking video that of him collapsing that I was like, what the fuck just happened? And again, my mind immediately went to Erickson, but. No, no, it's it, it it hits everyone. This not in, not that it should hit everyone the same way, but it hits everyone with this severe degree of like, holy fuck, that could be someone I know. It's not just because y'all are older and y'all have kids, but everyone has someone that they love in their life and that might partake in an extreme sport because that's what that's what these things are. I know we consider extreme sports like rally car. Sorry, I said rally car just out of instinct. Uh, rest in peace, Ken Block. Um, <laughs> out of instinct, like that's his go to. Well, it's because that's an extreme sport. I mean, yeah, shout out Ken Block. Shout out Ken Block. Um, we think of sports like that, but no, these, how Mookie said earlier, when we had said that we're just numbers to this fucking system, we really are. Like, we are. So, immediately, what came to mind was like, yeah, these are fucking extreme sports. I, my friends played football in high school, and I'm, I know high school is way different than the NFL, but if I've always maintained the position that we care for high school athletes less than we do for NFL athletes. Mm-hmm. And the things that my friends, like, went through when they were playing high school football, the shit that, like, the medical teams had them taking before games and stuff always tripped me the fuck out, especially te- maybe it's a Texas thing. Uh, Maybe it's Texas high school football. Uh, it's, high school. Hey, you guys, it's high school football everywhere, but I do yeah, feel like yeah. you guys ratcheted up there in Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I smile. Just uh, you'll, you'll see why I smile. Oh, but, uh, bear, <laughs> bear, hey, bear checking in. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been in the NFL had he not twisted his ankle against him in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, five, 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 eleven, bear. Middle linebacker for trying middle. He'd be hey, in that, NFL right now. That cat from TCU is little, and he, he's about to be in the national championship game. Zach Thomas yeah. made a career out of it. He, he'd have been fine. But, yeah, it was it was a really impactful thing to watch. I couldn't I, – I know it sounds like I'm waffling, but the whole thing is that I just couldn't believe it. And it, it just brought to light how much I hate the NFL, not the sport. And not the athletes that play the sport, but the, the league itself, the corporate. Yes, yes, the business you know what, the, is what's happening. Like Mookie made the point, and he's hundred percent right. Like there's we, we are all just cogs in this wheel. I know it's crazy, Mookie. I said you're like, right. Do I get an air horn? Uh no, 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 was not right. Right. not really the time we should for get like a slow horn. clap. Oh, right, right. <laughs> uh, but he is 100% right because, it, it, like, I, I should not be shocked by the lack of humanity because 
any other industry. Right. Let's say you're at your office uh, and no, right. Sally from accounting has a heart attack at her desk and then they take her out in an ambulance. Your boss isn't going to come by and be like, you know what? Take the rest of the day off. That fucker is going to be like, oh, that was really bad. Is that report going to be done by five? Or <laughs> like, like and, that's and, the type of world we live in that yeah, the, yeah. the machine just has to keep going. Like, they're cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you need a glass of water or something? And also, uh, this needs to be finished. Like, we got to. Come on, I got I got a tea time. They'd make like, your, I, your ass call your own ambulance. They'd be like, you hit the speed dial, bitch. Like, this is billable time. Yeah, no, they'd be like, oh, Mary went down. Mm, gonna need you to uh, pick up her slack. Um, and indefinitely. Uh, don't <laughs> nope, know no raise. No more money in the budget. Um, yeah, can't change anything, but really gonna need you to pick up Mary's slack over the next couple of weeks. Okay, bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hey, if you really have a shitty job, you might wake up with like donuts and stuff drawn on your face like in workaholics, you know, like it's rough out there. And that's why I think is always kind of interesting is like nobody recognizes that reality. And that's why I always try to tell people, like, give them career advice. Work this system like it's going to work you regardless. So <laughs> get you why I work it. And find them cracks, right? I mean, let's be honest. Every day, every day is one big game of what can I do to make this job work for me? Dude, Scott, I can't tell you how many people have mentioned to me separately about your brilliant take on childbirth and medical bills. <laughs> Actually, I can't. It was three. I mean, let's be real. Not that many, but <laughs> I mean, hey. They, they, they don't want them. They ain't coming to repo them. Come find me. Come holla at me. I'm right good here, luck. y'all. Good, I good, luck. good luck getting that check cashed. <laughs> Cash it a week from Tuesday. <laughs> uh, there's one more thing that I wanted to talk about. Scott, you alluded to this at the top of the show. Um, Paycor Field, like or Paul Brown Stadium, now Paycor Stadium, that field is like is it cursed at this point like okay so we had this situation with hamlin uh previously in the year two i had that concussion that was awful to see where his hands were sprawled out in front of his face you mentioned the ryan shazier hit where he he tackled a bengals player and then basically we were worried that he wasn't ever going to walk again uh we thought he was going to be paralyzed forever and prior to that if you go back even further there's also the vontez perfect hit on antonio brown that people point to as the reason why Antonio Brown is doing the things that he's doing now. Those are four that shit on really the crazy things that have happened at Paycor Stadium. Like, is this stadium cursed? Did did Paul Brown put a curse on this stadium? No, but I bet Paul Brown would probably try to use this to be like, you know, this stadium is cursed. Y'all should publicly fund me a new one because uh, this this one clearly has its problems, guys. Like, you know, I I asked for more money to build a new stadium, but if y'all want people to keep, you know, getting injured like this, we'll just leave it up. I mean, you know, I'm going to need a half percent renewal on the levy. <laughs> no, see, see, I, Scott, I like where your head's at, but you can't go that hard that fast. You got to build up to it. So first you go. Welcome to Paycor Field, curse brought to you by Gold Bond Medicated Powder, right? You go that way for a couple of years and they go, y'all, like this sponsorship clearly is not getting rid of the curse. So, yeah, now it's time for the new stadium. <laughs> Tyson. Yeah. Carson, Carson, Carson Palmer's knee. Wait, he's going after the though. Uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, Tyson's photo went with this week. Um, I, I'm look. I'm going to be the first person. I'll I'll go out and say Paycor Stadium is cursed. That is a that is a terrible place. It is absolutely cursed. What is Paycor? 
Uh, Paycor is a like a payroll processing place. Uh, what a dog shit sponsor. <laughs> they all dude, they all are. Can you name a corporate sponsor that you're like, that's one I can get behind? Like AT and T Kroger. Oh, get the fuck out of here, AT and T. Just because Jarrah signed out, get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, I, no, I no. that's not a Because Lily, cool. Lily is Heinz dog. Is cool. Am I right? Heinz is cool. Oh, Levi's, Levi's is cool. I Heinz like Levi's. Is not a sponsor anymore, though. Heinz They're Field not? went away. What are yeah, they? They, they lost. They lost the rights. What are they? That's <laughs> something stupid, probably. It is. Is something. Philly still Duracell or no? Philly? I thought Philly? Philly was. I thought Philly was a bank. I thought it's Lincoln. Isn't that why they throw bad names at people? Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Financial. Financial. Look at this guy with his jokes again with his jokes. Aren't they sponsored by Duracell? Come on, come on with the low hanging fruit guy. I'm gonna fuck, fuck that, <laughs> fuck, fuck oh, that too, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it was this Cowboys bullshit coming. No, no, again. no. But Levi's is actually sick. I wear Levi's, like for real. I, can't I wear Levi's. Levi's. <laughs> <God> <laughs> God damn it. Just uh, you so cool. just to make it legit. Dr. Mahita pointing out Pecor is a legit uh dog it is. sponsor. Uh Jared said ATT is evil. Uh Tupac said FTX Stadium in Miami. Now that's a sponsor I could get behind. <laughs> the yeah. bankrupt out of business FTX and somehow their stuff is still on the court. <laughs> Miami came out and was like, listen, we're not doing business with FTX anymore. Hey. It Look, just takes a lot of money to get this stuff off the floor, so it's going to be here for a while. I, I'll, I'll still go to my grave calling that shit Enron Field in Houston. It's, that oh, shit is Enron Field. So just if, if something goes <laughs> down, your Enron. shit's fucked. Look at it. Look at Caesar doesn't even know what Enron is. Google Mars. Is that, is that the fraud Enron. company? They were the fraud Houston company, yes. Company that, yes, that's what, that was yes. Houston's oh, corporate sponsor for, for the Astro Stadium. And Damn, then they and then everything. All sorts of, Weren't yeah. they founded like in Nebraska or some shit? Well, they sponsored a stadium in Texas, though. <laughs> That's an L for us. Yeah, Cleveland everything's bigger in Texas. It was a bigger L for Martha Stewart at the time. <laughs> Is that why she got arrested? Yes, for the insider trading. Like, that no, was... she got arrested for perjury due to insider trading. Come on, whatever. Man. It's because she was insider trading. She's a badass ad with Big, though. I'm not gonna lie. Her second on, career is better than the extended lighters. I'm saying her hanging out with Snoop Dogg, like everything she, she went to. Do you think he smashed? Club Fed. <laughs> Do you think he smashed? Like realistically, like I'm being serious, they're on a lot of shit together. Like there's a lot of chemistry uh, there. Yeah. You just don't build that. I think she would turn him down. She'd be like, mm, no, no, you're not, I don't. You're not big enough for me. Snoop Dogg smashed Martha Stewart. Like yeah. that's something crazy though. Imagine you're chilling with your homies. Like oh yeah, like I bagged Martha Stewart. Like she's I rich. Martha Stewart. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I'm just saying I don't think he. How old is she? That's, this is for Google's. Old? 72. Google. The Caesar Google count has started. Ah, she's old as shit. Sorry, sorry, Martha. Sorry. Props she's old as shit. <laughs> Props to you guys, because this was such a seamless transition. Well done to all of you. 38 minutes. We're back to it, man. Thank God. I was thinking it as soon as as soon as I started on the Mike Brown thing and the stadium curse, I was like, well, here's where it goes downhill. Well, yeah, and that's what I guys. planned for. I planned for let's talk the curse because that's a way to ease out of the serious stuff into the goofy stuff. And then here we are talking about did Snoop Dogg bang Martha Stewart? How old he had to. Stewart? She's old as shit. Sorry, hey, Martha. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. If Martha Stewart was a watermelon <laughs> Mountain Dew, hard Mountain Dew, she wouldn't. A top Google's Martha Stewart hey. young. So let me see this. Why are they black and white? Off the rails. <laughs> They're in black and white. She looks better though. 
All right, baby. listen. Well, look better when we're young. Go to hell, Caesar. She's like Betty White. <laughs> no shot. She was bad. That's five. Betty White. All right. Listen, uh, let's let's continue and talk some football. Scott, did you see uh, Kayvon uh, Thibodeau after knocking out Nick Foles? Fuck that guy. I I did not. I heard, but I did not see it. Dude, he knocks out the quarterback, uh, gets a sack, knocks out the quarterback. Foles is writhing around on the ground, and uh, Thibodeau is next to him just doing snow angels. I don't know if he didn't realize Foles was hurt or if he did, and that's why he was doing the snow angels. I have no idea. Mookie, you laughed. You're a, you're a fan of this celebration? What the fuck was that? I I'm just watching you now. But he is he's wiggling all around, man. Jesus. Wow. That's bad. <laughs> what a take. It's bad. Well, wow. I mean, that's he's not unconscious. So at least it wasn't a head injury. But still, yeah, he but is. He's like wiggling like all around. clenching his hands and shit. I'm pretty sure at one point Kayvon Thibodeau knows what's up though, because you can see his grill like on his mask kind of like twist over. Um, yeah, Nick Foles for sure like broke some ribs or something in that one. Gabe said Andy was hitting him with his leg like Thibodeau. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the snow angels. That's such a sick move. God, that's I feel like that's something you would do if you were <laughs> That's like that's like teabagging your opponents in Call of Duty. And Halo. Uh, like that's so fucked I, I'm not gonna it's lie. So I, if I ever played any type of defensive position that sacked, <laughs> <all of you, laughs> I would I would definitely have some type of disrespectful ass. <laughs> what position would you play? Oh, what position would I play? I'd play middle bench. But I'm just saying, like, if <laughs> I no, I'm asking genuinely, like, what position would you play given your oh. stats? Oh, given 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 my stats, I'd be a slot wide receiver who is no good because he was only half white, or a DB, <laughs> or a DB who was just toast. So the only chance the only chance I'd have is if they sent me on a quarterback, uh, you know, blitz, a jet and, sweep. And, and I was gonna say, and I, you know, just got in there, and it would be one of those plays too, where it's like, oh, here comes this cornerback, he hits him, and I get up and I'm all big and shit, but then I just, you know, do the dog pissing on him or something. Like it'd be something real ridiculous because it'd be my only sack of my career so i would definitely do something i'm really like oh he's really hurt like ah, he'll be fine like i'm i'm, I'm five seven how, how hurt can he be <laughs> tell him to rub some dirt on it he was though he was smacking him with his hand as he did his thing like there's no way he didn't know he was hurt man jeff saturday oh, said of the celebration tasteless from the celebration afterward just trash not a fan of it at all jeff saturday really angling for that colts job everybody he's really trying to get in there with that take uh just tasteless <laughs> it was uh the highlight of my football weekend was watching that um at least from the nfl side i was gonna say i was like that wasn't the highlight of my football weekend <laughs> <laughs> i mean can we talk about the raiders fucking up too <laughs> 
<laughs> put up 34 points on the number one defense in the NFL and still come away with an L. <laughs> How much do you think Derek Carr was crying about that one? Derek Carr was somewhere. Dude, Derek Carr parlayed against the Raiders the minute they sent him home. You know he was like, I'm betting That's everything true. I got against these motherfuckers. Oh, shit. Guys, I didn't see this. I'm sorry. We got to go back real quick. Going uh, from Bach on the sidelines after he was doing yeah. the busy cradle. So not only does he yeah. do the snow angel next to Foles, then he does the baby. <laughs> you know he knew at that point. Like, yeah. there no, you can at least have plausible deniability when you're doing a snow angel next to somebody. Like, oh, I thought he was just doing them with me. I didn't know why he was rolling around. If you're doing a snow angel celebration, period, do you think you give a fuck if the guy is hurt? <laughs> no, Couldn't give two no, shits. You don't. Mm-mm. Fantastic, uh, Scott. So you want to you want to go Raiders? That's uh your your favorite part of the weekend. Oh no no no! Before we wrap up NFL, because that was not my favorite part of the weekend. I mean, <laughs> it, it was a very nice win because beating the Raiders was always fun. You know, top five hated teams. It's always fun, but nothing. Nothing beat the ball dropping in Ohio State, shaking the fuck out of that kick to lose the game. Let's let's shift gears and talk college football playoffs. We had the national (sighs) semifinals this weekend. Michigan versus TCU was the first game of the week. Dude, I hate to say it. Michigan got hosed in that. Yeah, they did. They Yes, Drew. I know you hate Michigan. Where? Uh, How? The uh, the sucking dick. uh, The touchdown pass that was called off that led to the fumble. uh, That then TCU. That was a touchdown. That was a touchdown. Don't say it wasn't. Yeah. the that shit happened so yes. early in the game. I'm sorry. Too early okay. for that to okay. be. A so if it happens early, it doesn't 45. count. Let's yeah, go. Exactly. Okay, cool. Let's go to a later call in the game when Michigan has the ball and they're driving for a chance to tie it and potentially win. And there is an obvious targeting penalty on the fourth down play. Clear as day. Textbook targeting the the DB from TCU came through crown of his helmet twenty five right left? to the back of the dude's head and they they didn't call it on the field TCU celebrating they line up in victory formation the ref blows the whistle and goes the fir- the previous play is under review which means it's targeting you don't yeah. stop the game and then go <laughs> review it and then say it's not targeting. They went and reviewed it and said it's not targeting. Like it was the craziest thing I have ever seen. Like that. Was as soon crazy. as that happened, I had the same thought. I'm like, okay, well, it's targeting because they went back and reviewed it. They're not gonna do that and then just be like, ah, no, nah, just kidding. It wasn't targeting. Just- that blew my mind that they were like, nah, just kidding. Game's and over. I realized I realized they still had a decent amount of field to go. Uh, no timeouts left, but that was. That keeps the drive going. It's 15 yards. It's a first down. It keeps the drive going. There's still hope. There's a possibility. I was just waiting. Like, in that drive, I was like, Michigan's going to score. It's going to happen. This is how it's going to go down. And then they didn't call targeting. I was like, oh, fuck. They just fucked over Michigan. I didn't see this coming. I thought they would fuck over TCU to get Michigan into the national championship because of bigger following, blah, blah, blah. But they fucked over Michigan to get TCU in. That was bananas to me. Uh, Mookie, you're not happy about it. Why are you making the faces? What's, What's that for? I don't give two shits. The right team won. I don't, I don't know what the problem is here. Like making excuses, trying to, you know, pad Jim Harbaugh's fucking khakis. Like, I, you know, you can say whatever you want about targeting, not targeting. That one was 
that's a tough call to make at that point in the game. Um, I think honestly, not after review. I think review guys. I think it was tough, and then they had a chance to get it right, and they still were like, ah. Like it. Ah, All it. I'm saying is the refs let the moment get to them, and that happens sometimes. So, you know, <laughs> sure, even if you give them the flag, they're still going to fucking shit down their leg like they did in the actual last play they had from scrimmage. <laughs> I mean, come on. If Trouble you can't get that snap. fucking right, like, then I don't care about any of this other bullshit. They that got team wasn't supposed Look, to, they weren't going to win that Michigan game. They were not got, the better team. Michigan got hope. I I know you don't like good. Hope. Everybody has hope, Mike. Yeah. Even the fucking Reds have hope on opening day. I didn't say anything about hope. I said they got hosed. Uh, well, they <laughs> deserve to. I don't care. Doesn't matter. I know the Reds don't hope. have hope. Ohio State. Where that was a legitimate complaint in terms of targeting. You heard me. No, I didn't. But that was Ohio a one State. point game, also. Like, got hosed. You can't call on that targeting. on just one play, like, <laughs> Caesar. That's what you absolutely can do. That's what you're supposed to do. Is you're supposed to fixate on one play and be like, if that went differently, this whole game's different. Trust me, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I've done it my entire no, life. No, I'm a Texas fan. Different. I've done it for the past fucking like twelve years. But like the thing that comes to mind is like, oh, Bryce Young, like one of those safety in the end zone this past year. But fucking Bert Auburn missed the field goal. Like, there's opportunities to come up. To make up that mistake, but whatever, it didn't fucking happen. We lost. Like, I didn't lose. I fucking went crazy this weekend. The glacier. Wait, before, month, wait, before we was, talk about I'm gonna gambling, keep yeah, 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 go ahead. You, you, you talk about your gambling victories in the background. I had a question, <laughs> kind of, sort of, with gambling. It popped into my head this morning before thinking about the show tonight. Where in the wise guys' top ten ever did like like? TCU. Well, like, what were their best odds? Like, what did they oh, start at? Like, uh, oh, out of all the rankings, one. one. I'll go. Uh, no, no, no. But I mean, like, for they, our rankings, they like, started the, the, to really close in towards the end of the year. I'll okay. listen. You laugh at Ohio State for a minute. I'll go back through the wise guys' rankings and I'll find it. I've been laughing at Ohio State for four days. I mean, I don't see what's so funny about that. <laughs> both those games won me a lot of fucking money, so I'm I'm feeling good about them. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's funny that I, you know, they they were out here like, and then the announcers kept saying it too and hyping them up. I mean, granted, Georgia did look dog shit on defense, but the the funny part for Ohio State was it's like they're gonna leave it out all on the field. They're not, you know, they're they're running all these plays on fourth down and blah 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 blah, and they're doing all this shit. And then seemingly the easiest thing, the kicking the field goal. If that dude had booted tons of field goals that were much harder. He shanks that one from like, a, it was a fucking gimme. But the reason I didn't turn it off was because in college, kicks are never gimmies. Like, I, I always feel like the, the, the college kicker is much more susceptible because Georgia's kicker looked like dog shit. I wondered, I'm like, how did Georgia make it this far with a kicker that fucking bad? He was terrible. So for it to come back to Ruggins, and they also told that story too about him transferring from North Carolina state or whatever the bullshit is, whatever his bullshit backstory is. And I'm like, Oh, this is just some transfer kid from to, for Ohio state. And he's not going to work out because now he's, you know, ruined for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Fox said he had a friend who was a Michigan fan who was flying back from the game in Arizona. Connecting flight was in Atlanta, plane full of sad Michigan. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that had to be the saltiest airplane in the skies. All right, Scott, here we go. I'm going to go through week by week and let you know where TCU okay. was. Uh, preseason, they were not in our top 10. Uh, week one, 
They are not in our top 10. They were ranked to like week six. uh, Not in our top 10. Week three, (laughs) still not in our top 10. Week four, uh, nothing. All right, let's go. Caesar said week six, they were ranked. Uh, I mean, in general. Uh, (laughs) They weren't ranked for us. Here we go. So from week six, uh, they are not in our rankings, but then week seven, they have plus 5,000 odds. They debuted. Oh, my God. So week seven, yeah, we could have, like, really put in a bet that might pay off something stupid. Yeah, we could have. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing. They were plus 5,000 odds. That week, uh, Georgia was plus 180. Like, that's oh how my God. better they think Georgia is than TCU at that point in time. Uh, week eight, they were at plus 6,000. They dropped back a little bit plus 6,000 in week nine. So if you got on them in week eight or nine, when they lost, you had some, you had some cash to make Uh, week 10. They went to 3,500. Now we're starting to narrow down to the big 12 championship. 20. What's that Caesar? They didn't lose to the big, to the big 12 championship. They went undefeated. Right. Right, But they dropped their odds. got Randomly. They must've had a close game in there. Uh, Plus 2,500 in week 11, Week 12, they went to plus 1,800, uh, then plus 1,200 uh, in week 13. Uh, and then finally, when it came to championship week, uh, when we stopped doing the poll, plus 1,500. To so win what seed game. and what seed would they have been in if there was a 12-team playoff this year? Uh, God, now I got to do that. I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Why are so much mad? There would have been four, regard, three or four, regardless, because they're in undefeated conference. Oh no, they, they no. That's what I'm saying. No, they, they, they were supposed to play like Alabama. Like they would have been matched up against Alabama. I'm not saying that they would have won. I'm just curious what seed they were supposed to have. Like if the 12 team existed, like they were four, so they got the shot. But I think in the 12 team they were going to be like a six seed or something like that, if I remember correctly. Scott over here trying to make a guard. And talking about all these seeds, <laughs> dog. <laughs> we really need it. Uh... <laughs> they were. I'm going through the grieving process right now. <laughs> uh, Scott, I think our last uh, rankings are are incorrect because it's got TCU at the three seed. Uh, so oh, I think wow. the last time we did that 12 team, it was wrong because they they did not win that uh, Big 12 championship. They stayed at three though because USC lost. So Ohio State went to four. Dude, okay. USC lost. Boy, did they ever lose. <laughs> fuckers. Let's hear it, Caesar. I picked my horse from week fucking two of the season. If you go to the end of the show, I'll be like, Tulane, 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 Tulane. And what fucking happened? Whoosh! 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 A fucking tsunami happened. The green wave happened. I've been telling everyone. I was laughed at. I was ridiculed. I was... Led astray by all my friends telling me you're a fucking dumbass. You think Tulane's gonna be USC? Is Caleb not gonna play? I was like, what if he? So what if he fucking plays, bro? That defense is Swiss fucking cheese. And I said, Tajay Spears over yards. It doesn't matter what the fuck it was. It could have been two thousand yards over. And I would have said, smash it, hammer it, pull the switch. That's exactly what happened. Why? Because he went fucking off. Round seven, fantasy football running back Tajay Spears. Wait, oh my god, what a beautiful year. game to watch. That USC defense, fraud. Lincoln Riley, he's not really a fraud, but his choice of defensive coordinators, fraud. Red and yellow, fraud. That who's whole program, this, fraud. Who's the coordinator? Alex Grinch. Oh, yeah. I don't know no, they're not my second team. They're my wagon for the year gambling. 
<laughs> there is bank wagon. I, I did not look on Twitter to see how the USC fans were melting down, but Lincoln Riley yeah, losing yeah. in the Pac-12 championship and then losing to that game to Tulane, USC fans had to be going through it, man. They had to be feeling feelings. Um, and I, I love that the questions were asked to Caleb Williams if he was going to have anything painted on his nails for that game because he came out in that Pac-12 championship with the fuck Utah on his nails. And they were like, you got anything on your nails this week? And he's like, no, I'm just clear. And then they lost. And it's probably a good thing he didn't have, like, fuck Tulane on there. Can I say something about USC? Like, yes. not really analytical-wise, but Caleb Williams fills so many of their, like, dog shit holes that they have on that fucking team. That defense is so fucking bad. And the, I was watching the game, and I was like, how the well, – I wasn't the highlights of the game. I was at work. How the fuck is Caleb Williams doing this thing? You remember Joe Burrow at LSU? He'd be like running around and shit and just throw the ball like fucking 7,000 yards and then Jettas or fucking Jamar Chase would catch a touchdown. That's what I was watching, but like a faster Dude. version of Joe Burrow. Yes. Caleb was all over the fucking place. I was like, bro, this guy's like a mixed Joe Burrow. I was blown away. I turned off the game after Williams should have been sacked. Broke free uh, from the pocket, ran out to the sidelines, avoided another sack on his way to the sidelines, heaved one like 35, 40 yards down the field. His wide receiver went around the defender to make the catch, made an insane catch, oh, somehow Brandon, stayed in bounds. And I was like, you know what? This is over. There is no way. So then I checked <laughs> later and I was like, what the fuck just happened here? This is crazy. Also, as an editor, that was great to see. That. Oh, it's great. It, it's great to see USC get their holes filled. No, don't too, brag man. too much because Tulane would have fucking washed y'all's asses too. They would have washed Texas too. I'll be the first to admit. Tulane is the real fucking deal. Not anymore this though because this season's over. I was going to say, yeah. They're going to next year though. Like, sorry to break your first year bubble, but I guess you did call your shot of this is your bank wagon for the so, year. So wait, who, who should have been – who should Tulane – which spot should they have taken in the Final Four? Ohio State Ooh. or Michigan? Ohio State. Michigan, easy. Those, those clowns, they didn't even belong He didn't even field. blink. He was like, Ohio State. Both of them, both Mookie and Caesar at the same time. Both, they said opposite teams, but at the same time, Ohio State, Michigan. Oh, okay. That's the key, man. If you say it with confidence, people will believe you. I know college football math isn't always right. It's usually never right. But USC fucking pissed and shat all over Notre Dame. And fucking Tulane hmm. shat on USC. Like, it was beautiful. And if USC chokes, Notre Dame chokes times five more than USC does. And so does Texas. I'm not. I'm self-aware. So, I mean, I see, I see your logic there, but I don't remember Notre Dame getting pounded by USC, and they had multiple weeks to prepare for their bowl game. They looked pretty good. So, I don't know, dude. I don't see it that way. Yeah, yeah but USC no, no, just no, didn't no, care. No, they lost, man. <laughs> That's what I, was I don't watch the games. I, I know we're going to lose. USC fans were saying that on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, uh, they, 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 yeah, they didn't really. They weren't really up for it, man. When they didn't get the playoff, they were just like, well, whatever. That old Alabama excuse, baby. That. Oh, you can tell they weren't up for it. They didn't paint their nails. Well, we lost clear. to Utah, so fuck it. Whatever. Clear as day. Cool. You know, we got to play this game because they're making us. Tulane had something to play for. Tulane had something to play for. We didn't. It's, what happened? It's been the line ever since Boise State beat Oklahoma uh, yeah. in the FBS Bowl. It's been, well, but they didn't really try that hard. Like, they didn't really care. Which so, is so fucking whatever. stupid. Because 
in today's day and age, if you're not going to try very hard, just sit the fucking game exactly. out. Like That's nobody can. Everyone's doing it, man. Like well, you can't sit it out if you're coming back next year. You can sit it out. I was going to say not only if that. That's, that's just a poor man's excuse. Like they all an ankle in practice. Like, I mean, come one, on, dude. Legit, the only ones who don't care are the coaches who get a new job just before the bowl game, or the players who sit out for the draft. Everybody right. who plays in that game gives a fuck. I do think, think the guys who coach in the game don't care. They're just like, whatever. I think they try stuff out. They experiment a lot in bowl games with new new sets and stuff like that, new new motions and whatnot. So I, yeah, they do. The Beamer <laughs> ball fucking yeah, 2.0 Beamer, on yes, Friday. That son of a bitch. I can't believe, man, that Notre Dame fell for that fake punt for a touchdown. God, was that brutal. Oh, yeah. I missed They're lining up to kick it inside the 40, uh, inside Notre Dame's 40. It's like, hey, this is probably a fake that they could kick a field goal from here. Uh, and instead, Notre Dame's just like, let's send the house. <laughs> like, <a bunch> <laughs> <of> <laughs> hey, I think we can block this one, guys. They're trying to cough and corner us here. All blitz, no everybody. All blitz. <laughs> But you know what, though? Marcus Freeman is still smoke. He is a dog. Uh, I'm telling you, that's my that's my New Year's resolution is just try to get into Marcus Freeman shape in the gym. That's what that's my goal. Caesar, you put your hand up awkwardly. This is for Tulane. This is for it was a dog shit shot. It's got like lime in it, but it was green and the blue beer bottle. Thank you, Tulane. Thank you, Tajay Spears. Thank you, Michael Pratt, for all the money this year. I really appreciate it. Sauce. Uh, and Gabe with the correct take about uh, as you the, cut away while he the game, takes the shot, you get. I know I did. Uh, I did that on purpose just to Ooh, get bad. Harsh. I made him take a bad shot for nobody. No, uh, I took it for Tulane. <laughs> Gabe saying they won the game. They get a legit QB next year. Mookie looking at next Do we season. Though? Yes, uh, you get the ACC <sighs> passing leader. Oh, that's uh, right. So did Hartman finally actually sign? I don't know if he actually signed. Did he? Did he click the button? Because you know. Yes, Hartman. Yeah, shit, that makes y'all good. This is gonna be, <laughs> dude. This can be filthy. Like, oh my god, we got most of our backfield back. Almost all of the backfields back. That yeah. uh, all three running backs are back. You've got a decent receiving core, but you don't need great receivers when you've got a quarterback like that. Well, uh, and, and you've got depth at wide receiver too, because Brian Lindsay's gonna be back for like his ninth season. So you've got a veteran right there to hold down the locker room. So you're covered. The only thing I'm a little bit worried about is we're gonna be really young at tight end, but again, we just grow those boys in those fields in Indiana. Like it's not a problem. Cool. Yeah, so three yeah. losses on deck. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably right, Scott. Scott, did you, see, game next year in a bowl game. did you see uh, Mike Loxley, the head coach from Maryland? Uh, so the Duke's Mayo Bowl, which is my favorite bowl Hands game down. Uh, of all bowl games, is the Duke's Mayo Bowl simply because at the end of the game, they dump four gallons of mayonnaise on the winning coach's head. Uh, it is my favorite tradition in all of uh, bowl history. Uh, last year, they smacked Beamer in the head with the, the bucket. <laughs> like the girls couldn't lift it up and they jacked him in the head. And he was like, it actually really hurt. Like my head really hurts right now. So not only did he get mayonnaise poured on him, but he also got a slight concussion. Uh, there was also the incident. I think it was the Wisconsin team that won it. And they were dancing with the trophy in the locker room and then dropped it and shattered the trophy trophy so then they just taped a duke's mayo bottle to the top of the base <laughs> and that was their trophy until they could get a new one. it's such a good goddamn bowl game but this year the maryland coach wins and he goes to take his mayo bath and what does this son of a bitch do 
he puts on one of those goddamn big hats that we saw in the commanders and took his mayo bath with that on. That is a coward move. You're a bitch ass move, Mike Loxley. Bitch ass move. Uh, bitch ass ho. I was just sitting there thinking about how, like, we were talking about injuries to open the show and I don't want to see him and it's harsh and all the thing, but give me all the coaches' injuries. Like, I need more coaches getting concussed by stupid players doing things like this. Like, just slapping. Oh, oh I got my ass slapped too hard. I'm not going to be able to sit down for a couple of weeks. Uh, oh, I got concussed by the Gatorade bath. Like, or, you know, somebody, like, oh, I got waterboarded by the fucking Gatorade bath. Just <laughs> oh, holy shit. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I think so, they Charlie yeah, Weiss's ACL one year on the side. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> more uh, how, he was history, how fast that, could he run? Like, oh, no, no, he wasn't no, running. Run, he ran run. into him and, and took out his ACL. Like, he got knocked. He couldn't get out of the way. Yeah, remember when he was on the sidelines with the, with the crutches? I remember that. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's Charlie Weiss hobbling around. So I'm, I'm assuming you didn't actually watch any of the Duke's Mayo Bowl because during the bowl, they were showing it that they had – they had, I think they had two people who had won a contest because now it's like big enough that they can like sell tickets to be the Duke's Mayo Mayo dumpers. And then they showed them practicing the day before the bowl game, dumping the mayo onto just like a, a mannequin or some shit because of last year. So, uh, again, they took some serious precautions this year with that mayo dump, given what happened to Beamer. I, I, I'm not. I'm not upset about what happened in Beamer. <laughs> oh, me neither. It was hilarious and the best thing I've ever seen. I just, yeah, Wait, you're right. The big hat did, was a huge cop out. When did Sean McVay get smacked? When That's what that? I was going to ask you because I don't remember that Sean McVay got. Smacked I missed that. Matt Barr and he, he said he loved every second. I mean, I need to. I need to Google that. This is one worth googling. Like, get the Caesar <laughs> Google town up. Sean McVay getting smacked. Let me see this. <laughs> Watch going to be his ex-wife. Scott normally is just along <laughs> for the ride for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm right. looking up. No, I didn't see it. I don't know if that's right. I just said it. I don't care. And then as soon as he hears that Sean McVay got <laughs> it, it was a month ago. Here we go. It was a month ago. Google. All right, we're gonna get your live reaction to watching the video. Well, I gotta Sean get this McVay stupid ad out of the way. But here we go. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you wear socks? <laughs> oh my god, it was only a six second clip. His own player <laughs> smoked him in the head with his helmet. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, so hold it. So just Sean McVay oh. smack. Oh, yeah, and that's Sean not even smacked. It is that even the one that Matt Barr is talking about? I don't even know. They're running onto the field, absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've seen this yes. one. Yeah, this, this is what it was. It's just the helmet, the dude's putting on his helmet, getting ready to run dude, the it, game. Dude, Sean it was Bob Wagner, I'm pretty oh. sure. No, that's not Bobby Wagner's dreads are too long. 54? Is Isn't that, that Fred Warner? No, oh, Fred, Fred Warner plays for the 49ers. God. Isn't that isn't that isn't that wow, a Wait a second. Did you just say oh, and it's 49? Hang on, Caesar. Race card. Oh, it is. What do you mean? You said longer dreads. You didn't even get the you didn't even get the number right. It's 54, knew, no? No. His number was 49. Bobby Wagner's 52. And it's the wrong team, Caesar. I'm not gonna lie to you. I heard Bobby Wagner, and I was like, "That makes no sense." He plays for the Rams, and I was like, "You know, maybe it was a 49er." I was like, "Ah, Fred Roger no, Carter Fred Jr." Now this can't be right. It says he's a tight end. The guy was. And hey, end. he was wearing he was wearing number 49. So in spirit, we smack Sean McVay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marking this moment down because uh, Scott reacted 
That was absolute gold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that smack was absolute gold. I don't know how I missed that. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Thank I'm you, uh, Matt Meyer. For, what's this, for, uh, what's this, go ahead. What's this Steve Sarkeesian story? That, oh, yeah. oh, you didn't yeah. hear about that? Yes. I did not. Uh, the Texas what? was coming out of the tunnel. Uh, yeah, thank you, Pac, for putting the tunnel. What about Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian? And nah, listen to the TV guy for touching him in the tunnel. So the uh, Texas is in the tunnel. They're getting ready to come out, and you know TV handles everything. So they tell them when they're allowed to run out because that's when the production crew is ready to announce them, blah, blah, blah. So Sark is, like, getting really close, and they, he keeps inching forward, and this TV guy just sort of puts his hands up, and he's like, whoa, 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 like, hang on, we're not ready yet. And Sark loses his goddamn mind. Yeah. Just gets right in the guy's face, yells at him for touching him. The guy was like, I, I just, I'm, I'm holding you by, this is my job, bro. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was almost like Sark did like a double shot and then somebody <laughs> touched him. <laughs> Son yeah, of a bitch, you stole it. Exactly I was like, as soon as he stops talking, I'm making a, I'm making a joke about him being drunk at the time. God damn it! I mean, he had that rage in his eye. He might have been drinking some tequila. Look in your eyes, Scott. Yeah, I saw the look. I was like, I gotta get the joke in first. You Teaser. <laughs> Teaser. Defend your shit, man. What is happening? There's, like, as I've been saying, I'm self-aware. I'm self-aware. <laughs> It was. I saw it. I saw it after the game, and I was like, "Oh, what a fucking hardo move to do." I was like, "Bro, like for real, really, really." As someone who's worked like events and just been there along for the ride, and just telling guys like, "Hey, hold up, I'll let you know when to go." Someone coming into my face like that. I'm all credit in the world to the to the admirable employee who was probably a fucking intern. But, um, <laughs> That's true. Texas coaches, Texas coaches, ha 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 ha. <laughs> but I mean, I love Gabe giving you all of the shit in the comments. No, section. but I don't know what for. <laughs> I don't know what for. Like Notre Dame, be so fucking proud of your preseason ranked number five team escaping the fucking Gator Bowl. Like, yeah, I lost the Alamo Bowl. Whoa, sucks so much. I can't believe I lost the Alamo Bowl. Y'all my first was being the playoff or contention. Not the fucking Gator Bowl. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Hey, dog. All I gotta say is great teams cover. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Hit the over on our win total covered on the bowl game. I mean, yeah, you said we met we expectations. We met we expectations. We met expectations. That all no, you didn't. Y'all disappointed. We did not meet expectations. Well, but again, oh, Caesar, it's Caesar, it's, we, it's kind of funny, Mookie, because I did think Notre Dame was going to have three losses at the beginning of the year, but I did yeah. not expect them to be the losses that they did have. I yeah. figured Ohio State, Clemson, USC, those were what I marked <laughs> out as like those are L's. So the it was just, you know, that Stanford one I don't really like to think about very much. The Marshall one I really don't like to think about. Was, you know, just it was misplaced L's is where it was. That's all. Yeah. I, I don't, man, I don't know what to do for next year's schedule either, though, because like, Clear non-conference clearly, games. What? Ohio, oh, State. All, Ohio oh, State? Yeah, all of them are non-conference. But yeah, uh, no. no, we got Ohio State. <laughs> I fucked up. I realized that's who's your hey hey independent team. Who's your non-conference <laughs> game? Who's uh, your non-conference I said it and I was like, like fuck. <laughs> I was like fuck. Like the good ones. The good ones. Well, uh, well, the, the ones above five hundred. All of them. I think just Ohio State is the good one. Ohio State, as a matter of fact, I think next year, pretty sure, pretty sure next year Notre Dame plays a uh, an FCS school for the first time in school history. I think that's on the calendar for next year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, 
it's about uh, time. they're bringing they're bringing in an HBCU to play, which is actually pretty badass. Um, I'm sure right. they'll get treated with kindness and respect. Oh yeah, the Christians. I would never assume that they treat people like shit. The Catholics, but close enough. Oh fuck, same thing. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it's like, what's the difference, really? Yeah, there is none, but you know, I'm agnostic, brother. I don't know. Oh, really, you know, <laughs> high five. <laughs> Woohoo! Minorities. <laughs> okay, well now I know for the next twenty minutes I just need to teach you guys about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> it all. Bro, started- go get your scooter. I'm not uh, this. In nil, we trust. In nil, we trust. I go to church like all the fucking time now that it's legal in Ohio. So like, I am praying constantly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I will say though the the uh, nope never mind Mm-mm. no I did hit I did I did hit the two like intro promo bets for Ohio on Monday Night Football because both DraftKings and FanDuel were running some shit where it was like an odds booster. Okay, so, can we t- yeah, let's yeah. talk about that for a second because I also took that bet that DraftKings put up uh, for Monday Night Football that was like if the Bengals score double your money and i was like that was literally it if they score a point yeah just any point double your money and i was like i'm gonna opt in for this one because yeah the Bengals are gonna score they might lose 37 3 but money mac is gonna double my money here and i'm fine with that so i opted in i placed the bet and then cincinnati scores it's seven nothing i get the notification that the bet i look and it was like you've won twenty dollars and four cents and i was like wait a second why did i only win four cents on this bet it didn't take my double opt-in it just had me bet the minus twenty thousand odds of scoring <laughs> a point in the game i am so pissed, dude. dude okay i'm so mad here here let me let me get at you on this one mike because i got your back bro like i i really am excited about all of the options and basically the way they've taken these apps and just made them be you tell us how you want to give us your money we'll take whatever fucking action you want like again i'm going to try to be sensitive but i'm a little shocked there hasn't been a prop of whether this game gets played again or not like they'll take action on anything but the way it's all set up is so motherfucking confusing like i honestly think that the illegal books have a better experience and make it more straightforward to understand what the fuck's going on because yeah, just like Gabe saying in the chat, not only do you have to get, you have to like opt in for the thing, but then when you go to the bet slip, you have to like toggle it on. Because I you can also, no, I did because that wasn't the first. That wasn't the first odds boost thing that I that I had done. That was the second odds boost bet that I had made, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm doing this one. I this is double. Let's just double this money here." And I, they only, <laughs> yeah. they didn't take. I was so mad again. When I that, again, that I won four cents on the bet. I was like, "You." Must- <laughs> oh, first of all, so why were you only betting two pennies? You got to max that shit out, bro. I did 20 bucks. I just put 20 bucks on it because I was like, oh, well, okay. this will give me 40 in the account. But it well, was yeah, minus 20,000 odds. So you bet 20 to win four cents. Like that. Oh, my God. I know, but now I got all this money sitting in there. Oh so. That's the worst thing about it. That's the first bet that ever hit for me legally. Like that was the first one that cleared. I've oh. lost every other bet I've placed. That no was Now imagine if that bet hadn't hit. Imagine they got shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and just hearing minus 20,000 is like, oh, fuck. Yeah. 
And then it's because I've I've done the bozo package before too, where it's like a it's like a two leg parlay of like minus four hundred favorites, and they don't hit. Sometimes you're just sitting at your screen like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> well, as a now, lot of, you, as a lot of people put pointed money out, down weekend now that it's free or now that it's legal, uh, no. Oh, oh my God. I, 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 I just like to laugh at bad beats. Like, I, I don't I don't fucking gamble. Like, I don't want to be the guy you guys are laughing at every week. You guys are like, oh, I got X amount into my parlay. I'm like, I was ridiculed for that. I'm, I'm the game. I, I'm the guy who loses his parlay on the, like the first quarter of whatever. There's nothing game. wrong with that. There's There's nothing wrong. Like, no, that's me. <laughs> Sunday, I put a parlay in on the Browns game because I'm sitting there with my parents. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch the Browns game with my dad, my brother. So I put a parlay in on the Browns game uh, over 13 and a half in the first uh, half. Miles Garrett to get a sack and uh, somebody Chubb to get a touchdown. Like that was the parlay I put in in the first half. They scored like 10 points total, yeah. and I, I lost the parlay right off the rip. And then my dumbass nephew comes upstairs in the second half, and he's like, you got your Miles Garrett sack? I'm like, I already oh, you fucking dickhead. Oh, my God. My brother did that once, and he learned his lesson. I tell him what I have, and he listens. He sits down. Something good happens. He looks at me for a response. If I go, fuck yeah, he's like, yeah. If something bad happens, he just sits. And he goes, fuck. You know what? This this is beautiful, though. I love to see that across the board, we're grooming the next generation of degenerates. Like, oh, this yeah, is really nephew, encouraging, guys. My nephew, sat, I sat down with him to be like, all right, what do we do? We, we think Miles. What do we do? Yes, what yeah. do we do? What do we do? Hey, so like, so what the fuck do you think is going on here, Weddle? Do you think they're going to make a basket? Do you think they're going to reach their points at halftime or not? Well, I don't think they are, man. I was like, you know, fuck it. Under. Undo. <laughs> Control Z. I just, I got to give him credit though. The shit does update quick, which helps, you know, be able to double down or, you know, claw back to even. It's been, uh, it's been a rough weekend. The Berlin. It has not been a rough start of the year for the intern. At least I got that four cents, gentlemen. That's all I know. Boosted my account up by an extra four cents. What are you going to buy with those four cents? I don't know. Uh, I, I I have no idea. I'm gonna have to really think about it. Uh, let's talk baseball. Here's the pitch. Oh shit! Scott, for the third year in a row, Ron Cook has submitted a blank MLB Hall of Fame ballot. It's the last bad. two guys that he voted for uh, was Mariano Rivera. That was like his only vote. And then Derek Jeter, that was his only vote. And he has not voted for anybody in the last three classes. Uh, is it time for us to change how we do Hall of Fame voting, Scott? Because it's some bullshit. It's <laughs> past time. These fucking OWGs just sitting there in their high and mighty thrones, submitting their blank ballots and their bullshit excuses for only voting for. So, like, get these guys out of here, dude. Give me a Hall of Fame ballot vote. Like, that's <laughs> give the show one. Like, give it to somebody who's going to use it responsibly. If you're not going to vote on anybody, then just get the fuck out of here. It's it's absolutely ridiculous to see them uh, turning a blank ballot. That's something that Mookie doesn't even – he wouldn't even do that. Mookie, who would you vote for in this Hall of Fame class? That's a Google. Uh, is, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. That's, that's a Google, says Caesar. And <laughs> <laughs> not even asked him the question. That's a Google. <laughs> I'm trying to see who's in the class so I can make a – 
just say I mean, I, who the I, fuck cares honestly though like the baseball hall of fame is the most perverted and pointless exercise i've ever seen uh big puppy i am sorry that is not correct drew the basketball hall of fame yeah the is basketball the most ridiculous is that a thing i don't yeah, know the yeah basketball hall of fame because it's the basketball hall of fame so everything just gets skewed they just throw everybody into one big pot like i don't like the basketball hall of fame they're like this guy was great in college he didn't do very much in the pros but he was so good in college that you're in the basketball hall of fame and then they're like this guy was decent in college decent in the pros but he also was he won like five gold medals so guess what yeah, yeah like it's like anybody gets in i'm like if you picked up a ball and can dribble with both hands which i cannot you're in the basketball uh, hall of fame dribble, Scott. that's why i'm not in the in the basketball hall of fame because i can't dribble oh with yeah my like my friend you there go left. <laughs> i cannot go left they're like nope this half black son of a bitch is not getting into the basketball <laughs> well no we will we know we know which half right is that what you're saying the, the black half, sadly. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, guys, you go left. So. Do you know who is making his first appearance on the ballot this year? And hopefully not his last appearance on the ballot unless he gets elected. Cincinnati Reds legend Bronson Arroyo is on the ballot. <laughs> wow, they're really to that no, no, era no, already I, huh well, well they're yeah they're to that era and also gotta remember like the qualifications for getting on the ballot are low low like you played low. and you can bunt and pitch no i mean you've got to have like done some things to like get on there like i mean he you know bronson arroyo has his world series rings and and whatnot but i mean just to get on the ballot is one thing like actually getting anywhere close to getting elected is Tim completely different. But I would vote. I would vote for Bronson Arroyo right now. Hell yeah, you would. And Matt Barr with the correct reason why. Send the voters his voicemail. Those are <laughs> <laughs> they, they won. They won. won. Hey, you know what? I like this guy. Actually, I we like should just his play, We should just play that voicemail for the voters, and it'd be like that guy would be like. You know what? Give me my ballot back. I got one thing. I got an amendment to make. I, gotta, I, I didn't adjustment. vote for anybody, but I have some new information has come to light. <laughs> Caesar, you look confused. Why are you? It's because I'm looking at the list of nominees, or whatever the fuck they're called, and there's a bunch of people that played baseball when I was already alive. Yeah, like, welcome to getting fucking old, bro. Jared Weaver. Happened. Jared Johnny, Weaver only playing like Johnny in 2011. Peralta. Johnny Peralta is on the list. Uh, Jahani? Jahani is on the list? Napoli, didn't he play like 2013? Oh my God. How, how long is the age? Like, what's the year discrepancy? That it's you only, it's, you retire and then it's five years after you Oh, retire. that's it? There's no age. Yeah, it's just. Oh, shit. That was like 15. That's why they're all old when they make their speech and shit. But no. Oh, okay. Cool. Manny Ramirez is on the ballot. Like, Manny Good Ramirez. Old man. Alex Rodriguez. Man, yes, thank you, Drew. Uh, through your uh, it's like all stuff. players. That hey, the knuckleball guy, the knuckleball guy's on here. R.A. Dickey, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, 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 the knuckleball guy. I also have a question. I have a question. I'm what more impressed average? that you knew that. Like, I am very impressed. By well, that. yeah, that shows a whole fucking special on ESPN on Sports Center for like a whole hour. Fucking sports science and shit. Jason Worth uh, is in the ballot. Um, how old is the average Hall of Fame voter? Like. That's a real question. Voter, Dead. the average vo- voter, yeah, he's Dead. 106. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all fixed. It's only three days away. It's a it's baseball writer, Caesar. So how old do you think they are? These are guys Fucking that work 75. for newspapers that write about baseball. 
75. <laughs> it's got to be. That sounds about right. <clears throat> Goddamn 47. More importantly, hold on. Is, is this true? Matt's saying that, that Arroyo, like, he, he's got a Cy Young? Dude, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, they just give trophies. In. Where's he from? Was it talking? I mean, Matt, Matt could have been talking about somebody else. It could have been like Jared. It could have been the Jared Weaver thing that got or R. A. Dickey or yeah, yeah, yeah R. A. Dickey. Like I mean, uh, but I was just like, wait a minute. Or Bronson didn't have a Cy Young, right? Like I don't remember that at all. If he did, uh, no. He <laughs> here you go. Uh, it, according to his bio on uh, the Baseball Hall website. He finished 12th in the National League Cy Young Award voting in 2010 and also won Gold Glove Award that year. <laughs> that was... Uh, hey, there you go. Damn. That's hardware. In the Cy Young voting. Uh, he's come He's come 11 people closer than any of us have to winning a Cy Young, though, so he's got that going for him. He also, Bronson Arroyo was just an innings eater. Like, they were like, yes, yes. You were going to go out there and you're going to throw 200 innings this season and we're going to love you for it. And who cares that you gave up five runs? We're going to try to score six. Like, that's just how it's going to be when you're on the mound, B.A. And he was like, all right, cool, I got you. And then he probably shot himself up with something and went out there and threw 89-mile-an-hour junk all over the goddamn place. And now he's on the Hall of Fame ballot, and I would vote for him today. I would do it right now if I had to vote. I wouldn't uh, even think guy. twice. <laughs> I mean, I would vote him in just for when he was with the Red Sox and he had his uh, his braids, when he had his braids. And <laughs> and for being the one that A-Rod, you know, knocked the ball yeah, out of his hand. Out of hand yes. like, shit. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that I should Mookie's mom, my R.A. Dickie. <laughs> my all right, Dickie, like it's not impressive. Like that's, see, this is, this is what I'm saying. This is the best y'all got for baseball talk. I mean, come on. Jesus. Show Lil Dicky though. Lil Dicky's the shit. This is a great take from Pac. If Hall of Fame was like the Miss America pageant and Bronson could play his guitar for the talent section, he's in. Uh, He absolutely just covers a little Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. They are in. There's a picture. I was going to say, if if you got points for panty dropping on going in the Hall of Fame, like Bronson would have that shit. He'd be first ballot. Like, being. Just being an all-around good dude. Like, this guy sat in the basement for two hours twice with us, Scott. Like, that's insane to me. The guy does Wait, what? Yeah, he's Hall of Fame just Oh, wow. Oh, the the reason we're spending so much time talking about Bronson Arroyo is he's a friend of the show. And we mean, like, actual friend. Like, he's been on the show multiple times. He's left us a a voicemail. Acquaintance, maybe. No, not acquaintance. This man not sat friend? Say, He's a friend twice. of the show. He mm. came to the house. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, just call me on the phone and I'll talk to you for 10 minutes or whatever. He came to the house, sat in the basement, and hung out for two hours and then stayed afterwards. Like, uh, and pre, pre-show pre for both of those, he was there long enough to just sit there and talk to me about baseball and random dumbass questions that I had. So he's a like, cool guy. He's cool he as very shit. Cool guy. He told us stories. About oh, and he also him. plays a really good guitar and sings. Like, on yeah, top. the picture of him looking Pete looks like Kirk Cobain. Yeah, he's he's just a uh, badass. He's awesome. Uh, okay, your guys' guy, panties are yeah. so wet right now. It's he hilarious. told us stories about how when my panties are still wet. Like, like who's talking about it? Like, when talking <laughs> that's what I'm about, saying. Like, yeah. you and Mike are like, gushing. His everywhere. number is in my phone. Like, I could text Bronson Arroyo right now. You know how many other major league baseball players I have in my phone? Zero. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, I made Scott give me his number just so that I could have it in my phone. I've never tried <laughs> to it, but I've got it in my phone too, just so that I can say I've got Bronson. I'm not even like, like that's a that's a good play. Like I would have done the same fucking thing. I just want to have an experience where I'm going through my contact list in front of somebody and they go, "Wait, did that just say Bronson Arroyo?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, you know, and it's right, it's right at the top with the alphabetical order, so it almost always ends up. And I was like, I'm always like, "Oh shit, that's right, I know Bronson Arroyo." Good <laughs> he comes in like right before my brother, who's in the phone, is Cheese. So it's like, <laughs> what a dog shit nickname. I'm not gonna lie. No, uh, it's a, it's a great nickname because I told uh, I was making my kids say Fomunda Cheese to my brother. And then, <laughs> He just started calling him cheese afterwards. Okay, Um, perfect. That's a great nickname. All right, Scott, real quick before we get out of here. The fuck's going on with this Carlos Correa thing, man? Uh, What is happening? He's still not signed? His knee is something, and the Mets are something. I have no idea. Like I just saw can't be worse than mine. I just saw a tweet that said like they're the the deal, if they sign it, it's going to be dramatically different than what was initially announced. Well, no fucking shit. His knee might be Swiss cheese, but like, it was what, two or three weeks ago now? Like, what the hell is taking so long to figure this shit out? I just love that the Giants were like, hard pass. Uh, we did this. We right. did our and the Mets uh, are still in hard pass. And the Mets were like, we're in. And then they were like, wait, I think we fucked up. I don't know if we're in yet, but we're still probably in, but just not as much as we were before. It's so not all the way in. We're, we're just a tip. Mookie, what do you think about Carlos Correa's deal? Well, what do you think he's going to get out of this? Mm. I don't know. get a laugh out of not all the way Dad, in. Out of my drop in. Caesar, Carlos Correa, your take. It's sort of, I laughed when you're like, am I in? I might be all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> He reminded me. When was it? I was twenty. Did you get a survey response on this one? That's all we. Yeah, it was the first time. I was. I'm a boomer. Your first survey response. So your cherry response. Yeah, I was twenty. I was a late bloomer. Oh wait, Uh, so you've used the forum with every partner? Yeah, it's been a fun two three years. Some serious dedication and consistency. But um, I was like, is it all the way in? Late, late, late (laughs) bloomer. Twenty-one, but I didn't well, know I it was in. God damn it! Let's go, Raya. <laughs> I was like, "Is it all the way in?" I don't know what the fuck I was doing, bro. I was stressing the fuck out. I had a Wait, lot to live up to. You asked, like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's the like, homie, you bro. Had, is it all the way in? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I looked down and it wasn't, but I just wanted to make sure she was chilling. <laughs> I wanted to make sure she was chilling. <laughs> I looked down and I knew it wasn't there, but we made something like this shit kind of hurt. I was like, well, fuck, like, are you good? Like, are we chilling? This is the total McLovin. Like, this is this is a scene out of super bad. Like, my friends are saying it's kind of like my life. I'm guys, just saying. Guys, new spinoff. Like, Mookie and the dog, sure, you guys can go do that. Mookie and the dog, ruff, ruff. But now we need just a Caesar answers your sex questions segment. <laughs> where he, where I, you know, I, I can answer any questions. Any questions. He's he's Dr. <laughs> Drew, born after 2000. I'm a smart guy, I promise. I'm a smart guy. 
I want people to write in with their sex questions for Caesar. Oh, and Caesar answers their sex questions in a segment either on the show or something that we do as additional oh, content. We're, we're, hey, uh, we're, calling it, we're calling it Dear Caesar. We're yeah. calling it Dear, dear Caesar. Caesar. Or Dear Dog. Dear, dear Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dear dog, I want to know if it's all the way in. I looked down and I couldn't really tell. No, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. If she, I said, is, is she chilling? <laughs> I, said, I looked all the way I looked down part. and I saw that it wasn't all the way in. But there was some weird shit. There was some weird noises. So I wanted to make sure she was chilling. So I asked, they like, are you good? Is it all the way in? And then, well, I mean, I just took it another level just to make sure. <laughs> Dear dog, it's that's, all about comfortability that's, here. That's the new show. Dear I'm a good dog, comfortable person. I want to make sure everyone's having a great time. I want to make sure everyone. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, that seems like how a many good people were in the room? <laughs> Two. Okay. Everyone. Wow. Everyone was in the room. You had a uh, you had a lot on your hands, huh? Yeah. At the time, I did. She was going crazy. Uh, was it loud in the bowl? These beers that we were drinking, Scott. We had uh, this week is week three of the Mountain Dew variety pack. We had the Mountain Dew watermelon. Uh, would you put it all the way in with Mountain Dew watermelon? Um, no, I would not make this another notch on my bedpost. Staying with the respectful thing, I, I would respectfully decline at, at the watermelon Mountain Dew's advancing. Mookie, uh, how you feeling about the watermelon Mountain Dew? I mean, I, I definitely put it all the way in, but I don't know if that'd be super worried if she's chilling because, eh, again, I've had better, but why not? Caesar, what were you drinking tonight? You drink? <laughs> skip, skip the forty-minute description on the can. He I drank skip. blue and green. I drank, yeah, I drank blue and green for fucking Tulane. <laughs> but also, I do know who Kurt Cobain is because there's some people that transcend time and space, and Kurt Cobain is one. Of he them. was born before two thousand, so yeah, I'm, but he trans- I'm transcends time and space. So shout out Kurt Cobain, shout out Nirvana. He did. Also, he- I'm watching the Celtics this weekend. Jason Tatum over points. Jalen Brown over points if they play. <laughs> if they play. Hard uh, to be under points if you this, don't play. <laughs> this round do, uh, look, so, so far I have the power rankings. The original is number one. Uh, the Blackberry is number two. Watermelon is number three. So, like, if I had to, con- if I had to convert that to what I hook up with this beer, this is like if you go to the bar and your friend really wants to hook up with somebody, so they take the original, and then your other friend takes the other friend in the group, so he gets the black cherry, and you're just stuck with what's left over. You're That's what with this watermelon. This, you're saying the watermelon is the fat friend. No, she's yeah, a grenade. I have a story about this, too. <laughs> so there's this one time that Bear, Bear was there. Bear was there. Uh, he had gone up to Austin, and we, we, we went out, and then we ended up at this one bar, and the chick comes up to me, and she's like, hey, do you have a girlfriend? At the time, I didn't. And I was, and I saw, I scoped out the scene, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. We've been together for like two years. I did not have a girlfriend at the time. Dynamite story. (laughs) When you're drinking blue and green. Caesar was like, "Uh, yes, I do have a girlfriend. Now, excuse me, I would like to get a Budweiser light. (laughs) I don't drink Budweiser light, but Budweiser light's gross. Look, I have a girlfriend, but did you know that Bud Light is actually Budweiser Light? I had no idea. Just learned it today. You know, Scott, the more you read, 
the more you know. <laughs> Caesar, I love you. This is amazing. Uh, guys, this has been a, a for hanging with us, uh, especially at the beginning where we veered off our normal uh, talk. I think we handled that well, fellas. Uh, Mookie, I'm especially proud of you. Uh, thank you. Especially uh, proud of you. I don't know why I sounded like Mario, but I did. Uh, you, did you did great in that one, Mookie. You sounded like Chris Pratt doing, Mario. <laughs> hey, that shit drops soon, man. I can't wait for that one. I'm there. Uh, thank, thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Crafty Sports. Go join the Facebook group. There's a lot of fun in there. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see this show and the upcoming Mookie and the Dog premiere, along with Dear Dog uh, and whatever else we can come up with. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, uh, wherever you get your podcast. It helps you out fun. Shout out Belly Up Sports, bellyupsports.com. Go hit them up and subscribe to all the sports podcasts. We will see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. It, is it in? All the way in? <laughs> now pull it all the way out. Are, are you chilling? <laughs> Wait, I have something to say. All chilling in the bowl. Grab your loved ones and remind them you love them. Life is very fragile. All of you, be safe. Congrats on a new year. I feel like poop right now.